This is going to be so much fun, and don't forget to join us tonight on Instagram for our live show. It's going to be wunderbar. It's going to be wunderbar, and you can come on and answer trivia questions. Is that, like... We're so good at German. <laughs> I am the best. Das gut. Das, das wie gut. <laughs> it's wunderbar. It's so wunderbar. Wunderbar. I don't know if that's offending any of you, so it is not meant to. Well, I have German heritage. I have... <laughs> Some. I have family that's still there. And they talk just like that. <laughs> With a horrid American accent. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, hopefully you guys have some awesome plans this weekend for Halloween. We are going to be taking our children trick-or-treating, so tomorrow's where it's at. Right. Or tonight. 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 Sorry. Tonight. We're recording this on a different day. We're recording this yesterday. <laughs> Anyway, you ready to get this party started? Sure am, with my bottle of water and my coffee. (laughs) Well, it is 11.30 (laughs) a.m. On a Thursday. Yes. (laughs) So join us for Halloween. (laughs) Halloween on caffeine. Cocaine! (laughs) Cocaine in the membrane. Trick-or-treated f***ing Halloween. We're going to drop some Halloween bombs on you, so... Buckle up, bitches! It's... The veil is thinning! (laughs) (laughs) I was saying that in our whole last episode, and then we came upstairs and it was gone, so I had to throw it in somewhere. Right. We had to make up for it, because we lost 30 minutes of audio. Ugh! It was the ghosts, which you will hear on our episode that we posted yesterday. That we have to re-record half of it. Yeah, and then it'll be posted today, a.k.a. yesterday, for you. So Mandy will have to just start screaming, the veil is thinning, all over again. I did it so many times. And it was hilarious. So. <sighs> anyway. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Totes hilarious. <laughs> Totes. So Katie, have yeah. you heard of nightmare death syndrome? Uh, no, but I want to. Yeah. I just heard that about sounds this awesome. on television. It's not, actually. It's well, yeah, it sounds, it sounds terrifying. <laughs> it sounds terrifying, but no, it sounds it's okay. cool. You don't know the context, so it makes sense. Correct, yes. But it was... I was like, oh my God. I just instantly put it in my notes. And then this morning I was like, what is that? And I looked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, yes. So, <laughs> so much yes. 
So nightmare death syndrome is the unexpected and mysterious nocturnal death of an apparently healthy individual that occurs among Southeast Asian refugees, especially Hmong in the United States. Oh my gosh. There goes me. So it mostly happens among the Hmong people? Yes. In the U.S. After they Only here? After they've... Yes. It's the weirdest fucking thing. What? So... Um, so in 1975, there was like 35,000 refugees that yeah. came into the U.S. So shortly after they came, this young man, between all of these cases are between 20 and 40 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. A young man is found dead in his bed and they go to the, take him to the coroner's office. Mm-hmm. They can find nothing wrong. Nothing. So it's like a mysterious death. So it's a mysterious death. Um, so while they're still, I guess, trying to figure that out, um, another young man comes in, dead in bed, um, no cause of death. They cannot find anything. So then um, over the course of however long this happens to 18 what? young men. Oh my gosh. And yeah. it's not affecting the women at all. No, these are, it's all men from what I, what I have read anyway. Wow. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so they have no idea. They cannot find a damn thing, but their roommates and things like that. Cause you know, there's a bunch of them in the right. same place at this point. Right. They had been suffering from nightmares. Oh my gosh. So the only thing they can conclude is that they literally died of fright in their sleep. Okay. What? Yeah. To this day, they don't know the cause of death for these people other than they were scared to death. Like literally scared to death. That's terrifying. Isn't that crazy? So the reason I'm bringing this up on Halloween is because um, a film director called Wes Craven, heard this story and was inspired to make movies from it. Nuh-uh. That's where Nightmare on Elm Street came from. Shut up. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So this is a terrible thing. And it just randomly must have stopped because there was no articles after like 1996. And even in 96, they were talking about 1975. Right. So it was like this weird isolated incident where like 18 of these guys... So, and the Hmong people, their, their religion is, you know, far different. They're more like a tribe, you know, Mm -hmm. it's more like, um, the indigenous people of the U S or whatever. Um, so, but what's weird is their language too, that they spoke, they've spoken for the entirety of their existence. Right. Was not a written language. Mm-hmm. It didn't become a written language till the 90s mm-hmm. when they came here. Mm-hmm. So it was like super specific to them. They worshipped, you know, spirits and things like that. It was not, you know. So everything around them seems just more like mystical. Yeah. Thing, you know, very yeah. like um, Cherokee or something, you know. Yeah. So that there's that. And then there's this random thing when they come to the U.S., you know, that these guys died. And to this day, there's no explanation which is so sad but if that hadn't happened there'd be no freddy krueger oh sorry that was katie's ass it was 
She's <laughs> pardon moi. She had a bean burrito for breakfast. Sure did. <laughs> from IHOP. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's with that, yeah, without that, there would be no Freddy Krueger. I don't know if... And my nose would not have bled. No kidding. Oh, yeah. I her, have to tell you guys about her that. Her husband would not have <laughs> shanked her during a pumpkin carving party. So, I don't know if that's more sad or fucking awesome. Yeah, it's both. I mean, it's terrifying. I mean, it's fascinating, I'd say. It is, it's it is. fascinating because... How the fuck do you die of fright in your sleep? And then it's only happening to these people. No kidding. In a and certain it was age range. In an isolated period of time. Yes. Yep. And it was like 18 and done. Yeah. It just stopped. Because it's not like they were like, oh, we figured it out. We're going to treat these people so it doesn't happen. It makes you wonder if they all had like a shared nightmare. Because you know there's like isolated oh stories of people that are having shared dreams. Yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder if they're knows? having the same nightmare. Yeah. Or if they had the same nightmare. Even the CDC was like big into this. Like, even in like 20 years later, they were still trying to figure it out. That's so weird. And it's just totally mysterious. There's no illness, nothing. Like, these were healthy people. Yeah. So, Woo. so uh, real quick, a funny Freddy Krueger thing. So, I was going to say, and without that, my husband wouldn't have been Freddy Krueger. No kidding. So, we were... Um, God, this was terrifying. Let me yes. just preface this. This was absolutely fucking terrifying. Yes. I, I thought can, we were going to take Mandy to the ER. Yeah. I did too, honestly. I thought I was like maybe bleeding out and dying. <laughs> so, right. Because I'm like, I'm feeling a little lightheaded right now. But anyway, so for Halloween, my husband and I were Jason, or Freddy versus Jason. My husband was Freddy. So we went to pose for a group picture and he was tickling my nose with like the Freddy, the glove, the glove with the knife part, but it was flimsy ass plastic. And I thought there was like a bug on my nose or something. He so was tickling her nose, like yeah. teasing her. Yeah. So I like, cause he was posing for the picture, you know, but it, I felt like it was a bug. So I like jerked my head cause I don't want a bug on my face. And it went right down on one of the knives on the glove, all literally all the way up my nose. It stabbed her fucking sinus cavity. Yes. And instantly, blood is running down my nose. And I'm like, oh shit. So I go in the garage to sit down. And then it starts coming out of my mouth. And it's coming out of my nose and my mouth at the same time. But what scared me was the rate of speed it was coming out. It was a lot of blood. It was more it was more blood than I've ever bled. She's before. like filling up styrofoam coffee cups full of fucking blood. Yeah, which I accidentally left on the on the deck and the whole day at work I was like, I need to get those fucking things off the table. <laughs> yeah. I had two full cups of disgusting blood and let me tell you, when it sits out for a day, it changes a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congeals a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've never bled that much in my life. So when you look at our pictures on Instagram, if you look at the Jason mask on my jersey, it's all white. And then there's a picture where there's like blood on that. That's my blood. <laughs> she really got into character. Yeah. And Freddie won. So that is a very authentic jersey now. I'm going to like, when we have a studio, I'm going to put it in a box frame. Like and a I'm, shadow box. I'm hanging yeah. that shit up on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to sign it. Oh, I do. We can auction that shit off once uh you know, once the whole world knows who we are, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, fucking awesome. It's going to happen. Yeah. So anyway, that was uh, the nightmare death syndrome. There's way more to it if you want to look it up, but that's that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, that was, I like that. That was really good. Thanks. That was really good. All right. Well, we'll be right back with some more Halloween shit. Bam, bam, bam. 
I have some stories about some f- folklore from history. I like folklore. Me too. So some of them are like monsters. Some of them are spirits. Some of them I like are all of it. Medieval. Some of them medieval. Are medieval. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are just shit. So this one is called a gelin. This is from the Middle East, where okay. most of them come from Europe. Mm-hmm. This one is, I believe, from Turkey. So it says, Europe definitely didn't have a monopoly on strange medieval folklore. Can I just tell you, I didn't know Turkey was in the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. Okay. I just had to let you guys know how stupid I am. It's actually, like, right between Europe and the Middle East. It's not, like, like next to... It's an in-betweener. It's a it's an in-betweener. 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 So, cultures of the Middle East were equally likely to have their own strange tales to tell. In Turkey and the surrounding areas, folks in the Middle East were particularly fretful of Gelin. Ooh. Gelin, which translates into bride in Turkish. (laughs) Turkish, which is kind of like Turkish. Are ghosts of women. You're making me hungry. Not Turkey. (laughs) They're not made of Turkey. I'm sorry. Um, Are ghosts of women who are linked to tragedy relating to marriage. In many tales, there are women who were killed by husbands, women who died in childbirth, or women who killed themselves after finding out that their partner had strayed. So, kind of like La Llorona. Yeah. Or any other women. Woman. Women whose husbands killed them. Right. <laughs> these, Even though La Llorona didn't kill herself. Or he didn't kill her, but still. These ghostly women often look sad mournful or physically hurt as they dress in bridal wear oh it's oh my god it's so much like her yeah it was never a good thing to see a gelin local lore suggests that they are harbingers of death not unlike the more well-known banshee Ooh, i love me a good banshee story too yeah so basically this is like a middle eastern banshee yeah or Or like la llorona yeah exactly so this one looks fucking terrifying ew dude so we're gonna talk about the knuckle of E. Can we tell you what he looks like real quick? Yeah. So he looks like a skin suit man on a skin suit dog. Exactly. That looks like fucking terrifying. Yeah. Ew. Gross. So. It's very painful. Yeah. The knuckle of E is a disturbing as the concept of a preda, a preda, whatever the fuck that is. The Scottish myth of the knuckle of E would definitely beat out as far as nightmare fuel. Hello. <laughs> As nightmare fuel goes, you might already know about the Kelpie, a horse-like demon that lures people to their deaths by dragging them into water. Knuckle of E takes it a step further and creepier than that. Knuckle of E's look like human riders sitting atop horses without any skin. Black, Yeah. Black blood courses through its veins and the horse, in quotes, part only has a single large eye that burns with an unholy fire. So it's like a... Cyclops horse. <laughs> oh my gosh. To grab victims. It said an unholy eye? Yeah. Like, oh, just one. As in singular. Yeah. Wow. To grab victims and drag them into water, the knuckle of these human, in quotes, arms were long enough to touch the ground. Well, of, that's not very human. Right. Of course, it's like knuckle draggers. <laughs> <laughs> of course, most people died of fright just seeing one, putting them among the scariest monsters of legends. The legend suggests that even speaking its name can have serious consequences and that the creature's breath can kill crops throughout the <laughs> island. Oh, man. Yeah. It's considered to it's be the worst. Stank-ass breath. Right. 
It's considered to be the worst creature that you can come across. And so far, only one person has seen it without dying. Oh, and that's the person who wrote the article. Right? So I have one more. Okay. From this little thing here. And this one made me think of you immediately. Really? Yes. I don't know if I should be worried or not. Well, I don't think worried. But once I read it, I was like, oh my God. This is what Mandy... (laughs) This is it. This is, I think, this is going to resonate with you. Okay. So this one is called the Sinocephaly. Okay. With most most monsters... (laughs) I can't even tell you how much that resonates with me. (laughs) With most... Story done. (laughs) With most monsters from medieval folklore, (laughs) the chances of anyone actually seeing them is very slim. Sinocephaly are a little bit different than the majority, though, because people have claimed to see them even in modern times. Ooh. Students of the Greek language, language, what is wrong with me? I feel like I need alcohol now when we record just so I can speak properly. Students of the Greek language, language, fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> fuck, we gotta fuck, take some fuck, of that fuck, out. fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> oh God, Jesus, man. All right. One more time. Katie. <laughs> Possessed. You know why? <laughs> the veil is thinning. <laughs> Students of the Greek language will tell you that sinocephaly means dog-headed in English. Oh, shit. That's a pretty good description of what these creatures allegedly are. Men who have the heads of dogs. Strangely enough, they have been reported in most major cultures, not just in Europe. Medieval literature regularly mentioned encounters with dog-headed men in the Middle East as well as in remote parts of Asia. According to the text, Sinocephaly greatly disliked humanity and would typically either attack on on sight or run. (laughs) Some believed that dog-headed men looked like regular human... Human... (laughs) (laughs) This is... God damn it. I could not have planned for this. This is amazing. (laughs) I am a mess, Okay. And I look like one, so I'm just playing a part. And sober. And sober. This is hot mess <laughs> express right Happy now. Happy Halloween. Right. Hope you guys fucking love it. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Some believed that dog-headed men looked like regular human beings, but were capable of shape-shifting. Unlike werewolves, which lost their ability to speak, cyanocephalic people were said wow, to keep... Those people. They were said to keep their human speech. So this makes me think about the dog-headed woman that I saw. Which these have been around, these have been mentioned in ancient Greek texts. See, and I thought I was the only crazy person in the world that saw a dog-headed monster. And even now, they are still being reported. Well, I done seen one, but it wasn't a man. Right. But, you know, think about it. In that time, it was always uh, men. Yeah. So they're being seen all around the world. Oh, I done seen one. I done seen it. I done seen it. So. And if you listen to Paranormal Twactivity, one? Maybe both. One I don't or know. two. It's that story. Yeah, you there. talk about it. Yeah. So I, the second I saw that one, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I have to tell Mandy. Because I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you saw. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never 
heard of anything that matched the description of what I saw. Yeah. And that's... That's literally what you saw. That's literally what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. She just didn't speak to you. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That makes me very happy. I'm going to look into it more. The veil is thinning! Goblins. Goblins. What are they? <laughs> I hope, I'm hoping you're going to tell me, because if that's a question, I don't know the answer. Did, does, did Austin ever listen to uh, Stephen Maggie on YouTube? Mm-mm. Oh, he's always like, an arm. What is it? An arm. What is it? And then he'll be like, I'd be like, I don't know, but I'm turning this shit off immediately. <laughs> he'll be like, I see jack-o'-lanterns. What are they? jack-o'-lanterns what are they it's just constant that sounds like fucking torture i'm not gonna lie <laughs> they, he does a lot his like big thing is like halloween shit so i'm like all right dexter you can watch this i'd be like i'm gonna jump off the roof <laughs> see you next time <laughs> yeah this everyone is awful everyone in the house has heard it so if you're like what are they there will be like jack-o'-lanterns what are they anyway i give props to steve and maggie i like it i'm good with it Anyway, goblins. 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 Full name, goblins. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for breaking that down. Alias, none. Alias, goblins. (laughs) (laughs) Origin. Folklores around the world. Home world, which I'm not quite sure what that means. A variety of places, but primarily Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Wikipedia, you're the shit. (laughs) <laughs> this is villains wiki. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Abilities. Dexterity, enhanced endurance and strength despite 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 <laughs> despite small sizes, only some species. There's some more are, than one species of goblin? Apparently. Oh. Yes. Well, color me shocked. Crafting is another ability. So, do they like crochet or They're like Santa's elves probably or something. I don't know. <laughs> they make toys. Thievery, trapping, invisibility, some species, Uh trickery, magics and curses, some species, (laughs) mining, some species. Sounds like a Minecraft character. Cleverness, members of the goblins, red caps, Uh Earl King, could be a goblin or could be a dwarf. (laughs) Oh, I often get them confused. (laughs) The Calicanzaros, Nuno, Alux, Pombero, Mookie, Kobolds, Tata Duende, that's what I was talking about earlier. I was like, Katie, does, oh my god, it's the episode that we lost, but I thought something she saw had a red cap on its head. I mean a pointy cap, remember? Oh yeah, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so there's the Tata Duende, the Black Duende, Traco, the... Bakken Hobgoblin. Right, him. El Somberon. Weary Cow. Knockers. <laughs> Puck Wudgies. Knockers! And Kappa. We got some knockers up in this room. <laughs> yeah, we do. Puck Wudgies a goblin? It's a form of a goblin. Yes! I so love Puck Wudgies. The only two I've heard of on this list are the Puck Wudgies and the Duendes. Yeah. Okay. Hobbies. Causing mischief and making pranks. Making pranks. <laughs> you know? 
Also, being annoying. Goals depends on the members. All right. Crimes, kidnapping, theft, murder, harassment, destruction, and stalking. <laughs> Type of Sounds hostile... like some of my exes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Type of species, on and off tricksters. Okay. So, goblins, <laughs> if you don't know already from that. Right. <laughs> that was the, you know, the graph of zombies. Nope. Goblins. <laughs> Zombie, the zombie goblins. Zombies, nope, goblins. Okay. That was fucking awesome. So goblins are an evil or mischievous type of fairy found in the folklore of many societies and has become an umbrella term to describe an entire host of dangerous creatures in myth and legend. The traits of the goblins. All right. Let's get it out. (laughs) That was so funny. You're like, zombies, nope. Goblins. (laughs) Zombies, no. I don't know where that even came from. That was so funny. Just the way you said it, you're like, zombies, nope. Goblins. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why that was so funny. You guys find it as entertaining as (laughs) Kate. Because that would make me so funny. I don't know why that was so fucking funny to me. That was great. Sometimes things just like strike a chord and you just can't stop. Man, that was great. <laughs> that drives Danny crazy because like stupid shit will make me laugh and I just can't stop. And he's like, okay. All right. I can't tell you how many times I've been on the phone with him and I like something he says just makes yeah. me, and I'm sitting there cracking up for like 20 minutes. I have tears streaming down my face and he's like, you okay? He's like, I'm just going to sit here until you're done. Literally. <laughs> and I'm like crying. Yeah, I mean, that's what she's doing right now. <laughs> uh, maybe I should do that. My eyelash will fall off. <laughs> the one, so, one long ass eyelash. Real quick, for our big event tonight, I got um, lash extensions and my left eye has one extension left. And this was, <laughs> this was six days ago. My other eye is doing pretty good, but my left eye has one. I've been sitting here staring at her. She already I was like, deleted what is it. She staring at I've been checking it out it. for like all these angles and she just stopped. She's like, what? What are you looking at? And what is on my face? I'm like, <laughs> I just had to be sure I was looking at one eyelash extension. <laughs> she was she was correct in that assumption. I was like, is there one? So left? tomorrow I will be wearing tonight, I mean, I will be wearing my magnetic strip lashes that I already have that I could have done for free. But no, I went and paid, and now I have to cover up what I paid for because it looks like shit. <laughs> so I will not be going back there. I'm calling today to cancel my fill appointment. <laughs> anyway. Fuck that puck one. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? You're such a duende. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk more about them. Zombies. Nope. Goblins. <laughs> A typical goblin is short of stature, grotesque in appearance, and very sneaky. Why would you talk about me like that? (laughs) I mean, if you're calling yourself a goblin, that's a personal issue. (laughs) That's a you problem, not a me problem. Well, tell me if this further describes you. (laughs) They they enjoy playing malicious pranks on humans. Yes, that's me. (laughs) Or other fairies, and also often bullies. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Frequent pastimes of goblins include scaring children. Yes. 
pulling people's hair. Yes. Leading travelers astray and causing poltergeist activity in the homes of people they dislike. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. So Katie is a puckwudgie. I am. I am. Let's see. Goblins are often greedy. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Territorial. Yes. As well as having nasty tempers. Absolutely. <laughs> Nailed it. They love playing tricks, but don't like being tricked themselves in many ways. This is Katie. This is totally Oh my God, me. you're a goblin. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, oh my God. Uh, I feel one. so seen right now. <laughs> this one, this, is, this uh, doesn't really, uh, this, so this part doesn't apply to you. Goblins tend to be annoying mischievous, uncooperative, and obnoxious rather than truly wicked. And they rarely kill humans on purpose. (laughs) I don't know. It sounds pretty spot on. (laughs) I was just trying not to call her out, but it's so her. (laughs) But they try not to kill you on purpose. That's that's right. I'd rather torture you, but if you accidentally die, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sign the waiver, please. Right. However... Goblins aren't above hurting people when their pranks go wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> though they normally leave um, though they normally leave you be after a while. Normally, a goblin simply wants to provoke a reaction rather than harm their victim. That's right. I get bored with you. <laughs> yeah. And usually people kill their prey when they're done playing with it. Yeah. Some goblins are affable. So long as they are treated Google nicely. That. So long as they are treated nicely. I'm just gonna hop right over it. So long as they are treated nicely and with respect, they will do no harm. Treat them poorly, and they will make humans suffer in a variety of ways. Katie, is I really am a goblin. Oh my gosh! Called oh my out. Thank God, Katie was like, "I'm gonna talk about ghouls later," and I was like, "All right, ghouls and goblins, I'll do that." And yeah. if I didn't. We would never know that Katie was actually a goblin. I'm a puck wedgie. Puck wedgies for life! <laughs> Let's see. Goblins may act as boogeymen as well. Oh. Frightening children and threatening to eat them. You're welcome. And some will actually do it. Yeah. You're like, I fucking know. Right. I'm a goblin. I'm. I just didn't put I'm a name to the bitch. face. I'm 100% that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Got a DNA test, turns out. Oh, God, that's so funny. Um, okay. Goblins also have a habit of stealing food or tools and making noises in the dead of night to keep people awake. I mean, I'll steal some food. Don't yeah. get me wrong. <laughs> I would imagine if someone's annoying you, you would have no problem, like, playing loud music or something. To, oh, no, I would totally to, fuck with people. To annoy them. Like, yeah. on Ghost, when he's, like... Trying to get something out of Whoopi and he's just singing all night. Yeah. Henry VIII, that's the best yeah. scene ever. Yeah. Other than the fucking, you know, pottery scene. Anyway. The pottery porn. The pottery porn. <laughs> yeah. Goblins can also be cruel to livestock and were Aww. blamed for causing many farmyard illnesses by pricking cattle, causing paralysis. I would never. Or... <laughs> this, I can picture Katie doing. <laughs> Oh, no. Is it like cow tipping? <laughs> or, or riding them to exhaustion during the night. <laughs> that sounds dirty. Today, these are recognized as illness, but in the past, it was easier to blame goblins and other fairies for such phenomena. Sure. <laughs> sure. 
Goblins tended to stay away from bright light and, like many magical beings, didn't like Christian imagery. Me either. See? That's because we've already decided that I'm goblin. The Antichrist. These two things. <laughs> She's the queen of the goblins. Right. The queen of the goblin realm. That's right. All right. These two things were often employed to keep these troublesome spirits away. Unguarded homes were often seen as free game by goblins. They may stay and do housework for a while, but ultimately cause havoc. Unlike the brownie, who was a benevolent house spirit. Not I. <laughs> Katie is no brownie. <laughs> <laughs> Although they frequented humans' abodes, most goblins preferred to live in forests and woodlands or bogs. Though they seldom... <laughs> That's me. I'm a bog witch. <laughs> like... <laughs> They seldom live too far from humans or livestock as they find mortals as a source of entertainment. Obviously true. Yeah. I love people watching. So so that, in a nutshell, is the story of me. (laughs) Story of my life. And goblins. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. We'll be right back. I have more. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right. Cultural origin, Arabo-Persian folklore, and Europe. Well, I have no idea what you're talking about. Moral alignment, chaotic evil. Mm. Habitats, desert. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't have to worry about running into a ghoul then. Right? My ass is never going to the desert. Me either. That sounds like hell. Hell on earth. Type, monstrous humanoid. Mm. Traits, shape-shifting, and living dead. Shape-shifting? Yeah. Similar creatures, boogeyman, demon, devil, goblin, jinn, ogre, revenant, troll, zombie, aswang. (laughs) (laughs) Aswang? Aswang. Two things, three, four things that I can't pronounce. Okay. All right. According to Miss Middle... Fuck me. Hmm. According to Middle Eastern mythology, ghouls are evil spirits of the desert. Able to assume the shape of an animal, ghouls are grave robbers living off the flesh of the dead. Gross. Ick. (laughs) Ew. Sick. (laughs) Travelers. Zombies? Yes. Travelers planning to cross any of the vast deserts or savannas of North Africa, the Middle East, or Central Asia should be aware that ghouls often entice men off the roads and confuse them. I feel like everything confuses men. <laughs> let's be like, real. Let's let's see how hard that really is. Right. Today, okay. Really? Okay. <laughs> Once the men are disoriented, the ghouls proceed to feast on their flesh. Yummy. 
some additional facts. Let's talk Europe. Okay. A ghoul is a cannibalistic... This Whoever wrote this... Fuck your grammar. A ghoul is a cannibalistic monster often thought of as undead in European folklore. They were once human, but they brought the curse on themselves by eating human flesh, dead or alive. They feed on corpses or living flesh, often abducted young children or luring away unwary people into abandoned places. They are disgustingly ugly and stink of death. So I guess you're not a ghoul. How are you going to lure a man off the street with those characteristics? (laughs) Well, they're shapeshifters. Oh, that's true. So they're probably like, I look like a Playboy model. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. But they're disgustingly ugly and stink of death. Right. They stink of death. (laughs) <laughs> they are immensely strong, but geniuses in a sarcastic way. Thus, tricking them is always a better way than fighting them. Mm. According to the tradition, church bells scare away the storm, the plague, the demons, the ghouls, and every hostile creature other than humans. By extension, the word ghoul is also used derogatorily to refer to a person who delights in the macabre or whose profession is linked directly to death, such as a grave digger. In Greek mythology, ghouls are undead, Cacodemons? Cassodemons? Called Phasma Philinian? Mm, those, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Obvi. Um, in Arabic folklore, a ghoul is a terrible shape shifting monster. It may appear in the form of a hyena or a hound, opening up graves and devouring corpses. They do not hesitate to eat lonely travelers who lost their way. They also hunt for young children, drink blood, and steal unattended coins. To what? Buy cadavers? So they're like... Sonic the Hedgehog? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Sounds like they're goblins mixed with demons. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. In and Arab- vampires. Yeah. In Arabic... And zombies. <laughs> Sorry. Stop it! <laughs> Just kidding. In Arabic, the term sometimes used to describe a greedy or gluttonous individual. Okay. So if somebody calls you a ghoul in Arabic, they're yeah. basically saying you're a piece of shit. You're a terrible person. Yeah. In Islam... And you're fat. Oh my God, thanks. No, not you. (laughs) (laughs) The gluttonous whatever people. Gluttonous individuals. Bats and cats and bats and cats and bats and cats. <laughs> that was perfect that you did that because I was planning on coming on like bats and cats and bats and cats. I'm talking about bats and cats. That was great. Bats and, and cats. cats. <laughs> and why they are um, Halloweeners? Why are they associated with Halloween? Halloween. Not just their wieners. But why the whole thing? <laughs> why the entire animal? <laughs> why they are popular in Harvest? <laughs> and Samhain. And <laughs> Samhain. And, and Samhain, yes. <laughs> so, fruitful Samhain, y'all. <laughs> so why are black cats associated with Halloween? Witches. Black cats have typically been looked upon as a symbol of evil omens which is true because you know you say the black cat crosses in front of you or crosses the road and you're fucked right so with a capital fucked yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) 
Black cats are also suspected of being the familiars of witches, or actually shape-shifting witches themselves. Right. Yes. Witchcraft. In medieval France and Spain, black cats were considered bringers of bad luck and curses to any human they came near, and they were associated with witchcraft again. Many medieval Germans believed themselves to be cursed if a black cat crossed their path from left to right. Interesting. Yeah, that, I little, wonder what, that little last part is a little different. I wonder why left to right makes the difference. That's so weird. Because they decided that that should be scary, I guess. <laughs> Those damn Germans. Those weirdos. Bats. My favorite. I love bats. So why? And their little butt cheeks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you seen that thing? Oh my gosh. Who sent me that? I think Sharon sent me that. They're like, in case you didn't know, bats have cute little butt cheeks. <laughs> Maybe, did you post it? No. Oh, I feel like I've seen that. Um, but I love the little finger bats. Yeah. Oh my God, they're so cute. I like the big giant ones in Australia. Oh. That, oh no. That's they're terrifying. like, they're, no, no, no. They're adorable, just like the little tiny fuzzy ones. But they're huge. But they're gigantic. But they look like little, little baby, baby shark. I'll have cute. to look them up because I'm not sure that sounds. Cute. No, they're fucking adorable. <laughs> they're just gigantic versions of the little furry cute ones. Really? Oh yeah. Gosh, I love the little ones. They're adorable. So bats are associated with Halloween because they're nocturnal. Mm-hmm. Experts say that nocturnal animals are often associated with death and darkness. They engage in mysterious activities in the dark, and so they have been cloaked in superstition since ancient times. Interesting. Cats are nocturnal, too. The combination of dark gray, brown, or black shades with cryptic nighttime habits evoked a sense of awe and fear back in a time when the only lights at night were oil lamps and wax candles. So I wonder if the same can be said about owls. Well, we're not talking about owls right now. I know we're not. (laughs) Owls actually was on the list as a Halloween animal. Woo-woo! But I just went with bats and cats and bats and cats and bats and cats. (laughs) Boom! Calm down, Siri. Shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Um, they are an in-between kind of animal. What does that mean? It means that bats are only fly- are the only flying mammal. And oh. some cultures consider them to be liminal. Not quite a bird, not quite a mammal. Something else liminal? Halloween. Not quite a man, not quite an animal. <laughs> One of the main themes is Halloween liminality in in-betweenness. I'm like, oh yeah. Say that a bunch of times because it doesn't right, make fucking cool. sense. <laughs> Bats' nocturnal nature combined with the fact that they often live in caves gave them a historic association with the underworld and death. Okay. All right. Right on. You can also blame Bram Stoker. Stoker. Brom that Stoker. stays. Oh, God. Brom Stroker. <laughs> I rented the wrong video. <laughs> I got it from the back room. I thought it was, you know. It was behind the red curtain. Okay, so blame <laughs> Brom Stoker. Stroker. <laughs> it's not clear when bats became associated with vampires, but examples appear in the vampire fiction of the late 1700s and 1800s. In the, the best known example of this genre, Bram Stoker's Strokers. 1897 <laughs> novel, Dracula. I'm never going to be able to live that down. Vampires can turn into bats at will in the novel. Except in oh the no. porn. It just happens. <laughs> this is an excerpt 
but they wrote accept. Uh, awesome. So, here we go. I thought it well to know if possible where the Count would go when he left the house. I did not see him, but I saw a bat rise from Renfield's window and flap westward. That was from the character Quincy Morris from the book. Well. So that's the first time... That was gripping. ...in written history that anyone associated bats with vampires. Okay. And lastly, Samhain. Samhain, y'all. Others say that bats have been associated with Halloween for hundreds of years thanks to Samhain, a Celtic harvest festival. Celebrations involve lighting bonfires which attract bugs, which in turn attract bug-munching bats. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. That is the whole reason bats are associated <laughs> with Halloween, as far as I know. Right. <laughs> I love it. Time for a fun fact. Sowanophobia. You're afraid of Halloween? Sowinophobia is very interesting, Lee. <laughs> it is currently the only holiday phobia in medical literature. It's I guess recognized? It's, yeah, it's like a real diagnosis. People are afraid Sowinophobia. of Sowinophobia. Because? So it says, the cause of this fear is its unique tradition of Halloween relative to other holidays. Halloween has scary rituals associated with rituals? it. Rituals? Rituals associated <laughs> with it, including ghosts, witches, cats, and cemeteries. All have fears associated with it found in medical dictionaries. Do people force people to go into cemeteries on Halloween? Is that a thing? Because. I mean, apparently. Is that a witchawal? It's a, it's a witchawal. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> sowinophobia is a legit thing, and it is the only fear of any holiday in medical journals. Interesting. What if you have a fear of St. Patrick's Day? Which is only an American thing, by the way. Well, then you're screwed because the doctors can't help you. The doctor's going to be like, you're a pussy. Get the fuck out. <laughs> get uh, get a therapist. They can help you. Right. Find a psychiatrist to give you the happy pills and get the fuck out. Thinning of the veil. Thinning of the veil. The veil is thinning. You're so good at that. That's the theme. Do it again. That's the theme. No. Let's do it again. I can't do it on command, Katie. It's so good. Oh, shush your face. Scheisse. Okay. Since we just keep speaking in German randomly. I know. Scheisse. Okay. Why are Germans so evil? (laughs) (laughs) That's a quote from my sister from a previous episode. Which is fucking great. Oh, my gosh. Around this time of year... Legend. Of year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, year. this is a yearly occurrence. It sounded like you're about to start a Christmas song, not anything about Halloween. I don't want to <laughs> yeah, love <I> for Christmas. <laughs> Around this time of year, <laughs> legend has it that the veil between. 
The earthly plane and the spiritual world is thin, meaning that the two realms collide and it's easier for spirits to cross over and walk among the living and vice versa. Stop looking at me like that. (laughs) Souls ready to move, move on, are prepped for an exit. I was Mm. expecting that to say prepared and I'm like, prepped. Prepped. (laughs) Prepped for an exit. This ethereal Sounds cur- like they're about to like give birth through it, the veil. It, yeah. <laughs> it's like the baby's ready to prepped. exit your body. Prepped. The baby is prepped. Yeah, they do call it prepped. Your vagina is prepped. <laughs> it's primed oh and ready to push. So the veil could be very feminine. It is. It's like a, yeah, okay. It I is. like it. Yeah. I like it. This ethereal curtain is believed to thin just as the days begin to get shorter and the nights stretch longer like a vagina. What does it say? Perfectly timed with the season. Curtains? Meat, Meat curtains? curtains. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Dirty girls. Oh, yeah. It is widely believed that it's easier to commune with the spirits around this time, such as those of deceased loved ones. The Mexican celebration of Dia de los Muertos, observed on November 1st and 2nd, is a prime example. Designed to honor and recognize the souls of those who've passed on, believed to visit their earthly families on these dates. Celebrants decorate elaborate home altars with flowers, candles, and their loved ones' favorite foods, including pan de muerto, or bread of the dead. Festivities often extend into cemeteries where families visit gravesites of beloved family members, often delivering picnics and playing festive music. That would be so freaking cool stuff. I know. I would love to be there for that. That would be so amazing. Yeah, it would be. The Gaelic festival called Samhain, or Festival of the Dead, also coincides with this time, make uh, sorry, marking the end of the harvest season and ushering in the darker half of the year. Celebrated from October 31st to November 1st, halfway between the autumn equinox and the winter solstice, the pagan religious festival festival ori- festival festival <laughs> originated from ancient Celtic spiritual practice. <laughs> Guys. My speech Katie's on t- is Katie's on point. Into a toddler, <laughs> turning in she's got to a, a goblin toddler. The transformation is almost complete. She's got she's got a lisp and she's pronouncing her V's as B's. Like I my mean, son, I need my I need to see my son's speech therapist stat. You, you do have a slight green tinge to your skin, and your ears look a little pointier. I mean, this is why I'm hot. <laughs> I feel like we need to drop that song in here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't copyright infringement. <laughs> oh my God, we could do it. <laughs> Let's bust record. it out. We should find one of those old, like, Casio keyboards that you, you push the button. It's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> make our own little rap. <laughs> Oh my god. Many in the U.S. observe Halloween on October 31st, which grew out of Samhain, when people would wear costumes and keep bonfires lit to ward off spirits and ghosts. I kind of want to bring them in, not ward them off, but whatever. Right, exactly. Back in the That's 8th... the whole point of going out on Samhain and Halloween. Samhain. Back in the 8th century, November 1st was named All Saints Day, set, to, set aside to honor the saints by Pope Gregory III. The evening before it was once known as all Hallows Eve, and ultimately Halloween. The festive gatherings, trick-or-treating, and jack-o'-lanterns associated with the holiday in modern times are all outgrowths of these historic traditions. Very nice. 
The veil is thinning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Well, guys, I'm sure you all know the veil is thinning. And who knows what's going to happen tonight on our Halloween special. It definitely won't involve meat curtains. Well, we can't guarantee that. Our show is called Twat. So we are. You're not going to see our meat meat curtains. (laughs) (laughs) If we had more time, man, we would have planned a costume for that. Oh my god! Next year we could be fucking talking twats. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why didn't we think of that? I don't know. The best things come just at the spur of the moment, but now it's too late because it's we're too late to it get tonight. vagina costumes. God yeah. damn it! And I saw them on HalloweenCostumes.com. Shut up! Oh my god! You know what's so funny? <laughs> Someone commented on um, our Instagram picture from a while ago. The twat waffles. Did you see that? Yeah. He. Did you see the news comment? No. It was so funny. I have to find it because oh I don't want to mess it up. It um I gotta go back to the twat waffles real quick. I'm gonna cut this part out. But I was like, oh my god, you're a fucking genius. Let's see. Where's the twat waffle? Midnight range. TM. Twat waffles or pancocks? <laughs> I was like, that is genius. It I is have genius. never heard of That's pancocks. <laughs> Me and Katie ate pancakes today for breakfast. Happy Halloween. We can't wait to see you all tonight. And if you do show up, you can pop on live with us and do some Halloween trivia with us or make fun of us or, you know, tell us a joke. Drink with us. Yeah. Enjoy Callus. You can tell us a spooky story. Oh, my God. You can talk to Callus. They're going to be there. It's going to be great. That'd be amazing. Also... Um, hang on for a couple minutes and enjoy these Halloween messages from some of our friends. Bye. Bye. Happy Halloween from Rogue Darkness, the podcast that uncovers how the misinterpretations and misinformation surrounding witchcraft, the occult, and other beliefs have led many to do unthinkable crimes. Hi, I'm Carly. And I'm Tara. Of the Haunted Housewives podcast, wishing you a happy fucking Halloween. Stay barefoot and haunted. Hey, this is Wendy with the Juicy Pear Podcast with Sean and Wendy. Please check us out. We love everything paranormal, creative types, people who have overcome obstacles. We want to wish everybody a very fun and fabulous Halloween. And stay safe out there and be scary. creepy crawlies out there on this spooky ooky season this is debbie q with the right shoe wishing everyone a very happy healthy and safe holiday season dance and be merry it's halloween Hi, I'm Sarah. 
And I'm Allison, and we're two girls on a campfire. We've been best friends for a really long time, and we love to sit around and talk about true crime, the paranormal, and anything spooky. You can find us online at the number two girls on a campfire.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook. And we hope that you have a super spooktacular Halloween. And we'll see, see you around, around the campfire. campfire. <laughs> Happy Halloween. This is Nikki from Bats on the Brain podcast, a podcast about all things paranormal, spooky, and a little bit batty. Here to wish you a spooky and haunting Halloween this year. And remember, while you're out and about being scary and mischievous, Halloween isn't just for the living. You never know who will come out to play. Happy Halloween, baddies! What it do, what it do, what it do. This is the homie Leo from Movies on Weed. I am the host who's always humble. After smoking on that crumble, I'll tell you if the movies wank after I puff on that dank. Anyways, I want to wish everybody out there a happy and safe Halloween. Don't forget to get your candy corn, your edibles, and your pre-rolls. And don't forget, kids, whiskey goes good with everything. Welcome campers and happy Halloween. I'm Ryan and I'm Jordan. We're the hosts of Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling. Join us every Tuesday for terrifying campfire tales based on some of the strangest accounts ever recorded. Will there be cryptids? Yep. What about aliens? Duh. Even ghosts? Obviously. Excellent. So look for us on your favorite podcast app every week where we'll be doing our very best to better define the blurry edges of our reality. So remember, campers, stay weird and and trust trust in the the unknown. unknown. Hello, Internet, and happy Halloween. I'm Teresa, and I host the Shit That Scares Me podcast. I talk about all of the scary things in this big, scary world, like hauntings, domestic terrorism, aging, disability in America. We're going to talk about it all. Sometimes I even bring my friends in for a chat. So if you like being scared or just want to hear stories from someone who's scared of the same things that you are, subscribe to Shit That Scares Me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay scared, my friends. Did you know there was a man named St. Germain? And there's evidence that people saw this guy for hundreds of years, and he always looked the same. He never aged. A lot of people believed he was immortal or even a vampire. Hey everyone, this is Elaine Cheney from Wait What Podcast, where every Friday I talk about strange things like quantum immortality, time travel, UFOs, ghosts. If you're into those things, listen to me on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I hope everyone has a happy, spooky, but safe Halloween. Happy spooky season and happy Halloween from Alicia and Sierra at Twisted and Uncorked. Hi everybody. This is Edo La Rosa from a Brian Schaefer story. Don't look behind and walk alone in the dark. The scariest time of the year has come. Beware of who you receive candies from. You don't even know who's dead and who's alive tonight. So I want to make sure that you carve your pumpkin and get yourself ready for the witch hunting because tonight it's going to be the scariest Halloween of your life.
Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween from Vile Beans. Happy Halloween from Jackie and Emily, the, the Greener Grass Podcast. Hey, Emily. Yeah? Would you rather go on a date with a vampire or a ghost? Well, I've been ghosted, so I'm picking vampire. Huh. Vampire. Yeah. I heard they suck. <laughs> Get yes. It. Get it. <laughs> Check us out every Monday for a new episode. Bye. Love you. Bye. Happy Halloween from Unearthly Wanderings, your Aussie paranormal investigator on YouTube. Happy Harvest, Mandy. Blessed Samhain, Katie. A blessed bee. Blessed bee. Hi, I'm Mandy. I'm Katie, and we are two besties that share a love for all things totally weird and twisted. Like the paranormal, true crime, people who marry inanimate objects. Yes, that's one of our favorites. People just like that. <laughs> we also host a talk show on Paraflix, which is a paranormal streaming app that is all paranormal all the time. We are rated F4 foul mouthery. Foul mouthery works. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, viewer discretion is advised. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Halloween.